Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hi, this is Joshua Culp. We are learning today Daf Vav of Masechet Ketubot for daily Daf Differently. Uh, this Most of this Daf, or actually almost the, basically the entire Daf, or the entire Daf plus some of Hayam would bet, is concerned with the issue of what's called in Hebrew Bi'ila Bitchila B'Shabbat, sex for the first time for a woman on Shabbat. We're talking about a virgin who was married and uh, is undergoing or having sexual relations with her husband for the first time on Shabbat or her first sexual relations in general. Now, it's interesting, the sugi just pops up without any introduction besides uh, it's ask a question. And a lot of the Rishonim ask, well, we already had a brighter, if you remember, a couple pages back that said we forbid the bride from sleeping with her husband, a virgin bride from sleeping with her husband for the first time on Friday. The other thing that's a little puzzling is the Mishnah says she's supposed to get married on Wednesday. So why are we asking what about sexual relations for the first time on Friday? <clears throat> so with regard to the first question, uh, I'm working on this sugi now for a sort of fuller version of my doctorate that I hope to publish in the next couple of years. Um, and with regard to the first question, why does this Brita, why does this sugi ignore the Brita, the Tanitic source that appeared a couple pages earlier? The uh, sugi originally originated in Masechet Brachot in the Yerushalmi, in Tractate Brachot in the Yerushalmi, where it was found on the issue of a um, groom being exempt from Kriyat Shema, from the reading of a Shema, during the first week of his wedding, and it said from there you could see that since he's exempt on Friday night, it must be that he's allowed to have sex for the first time with her, or for her first time, on Friday night. And so the sugya was imported from Masechet Brachot in the Yerushalmi into Bavli Ketubot, the first chapter, because Bavli Ketubot, the first chapter of Bavli Ketubot, is where we deal with the first week of the wedding. So therefore, the sugya just ignores that Brita because it's an original manifestation in the Yerushalmi. It really had nothing to do with that Brita. As far as its relationship with our Mishnah, again, we could say it really has no relationship with our Mishnah because this sugya really, its original home was in Masechet Brachot, not really on our Mishnah. And the other thing we could say is that it seems by the Talmudic times, and maybe even by Mishnaic times, the custom to get married on Wednesday had already deteriorated, and people were getting married whenever they so choose, maybe even with a tendency to get married on Friday, which is something I'll talk about later on in the chapter. But for now, I want to talk a little bit about the sugya itself. So the sugya asks, is it allowed to have sex? Again, I want to emphasize this is her first time, a woman's first time having sexual relations. It doesn't really matter whether the man has had relations or not before. The problem is that um, he's going to cause her to bleed during their first sexual relations by breaking her betulim, her virginity. Um, and the question is, uh, is that causing of blood to come, is that prohibited on Shabbat? 
Elsewhere in Masechet Shabbat, we learn that it is forbidden to make a wound, a chabura, on Masechet Shabbat. So they ask some physical questions. Is this considered to be a wound? Um, and the second sort of follow-up question is, his intention wasn't to um, commit a, a wound. His intention was to have sex. So perhaps this is permitted because we have a rule in Masechet Shabbat that when you do a forbidden labor without the kavanah, to do that forbidden labor without the intention, then the act could be, under certain circumstances, permitted. Now I want to focus just on one small slice of this. So it is a complicated sugi. Um In the middle of the sugi on Vav Amad Aleph, towards the bottom of Vav Amad Vav Amud Aleph, we have a kasha from Rav Chista. Metiv Rav Chista. Rav Chista raises a kasha uh, against the one who seems to hold that it um, is prohibited. So he wants to use this Mishnah to prove that it's permitted to have sex for the first time on Shabbat. Tinoket shelohi gias manalirot. A young girl who has not yet um, reached the time when normally girls reach have their period. Venisei. And she gets married. Beit Shammai says we give her four nights. In other words, for the first four nights, since she's so young when she gets married, the first four nights we can assume that any blood that comes is not uh, menstrual blood, which would prohibit her to her husband. Rather, it's virginal blood, and virginal blood does not prohibit a woman from sleeping, from having sexual relations with her husband. Until the bleeding stops, until the wound heals, she can continue to have relations with him. Now, I want to point out something here that's going to be important. According to both Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel, it may take up to four days for the wound caused by first-time sexual relations to heal. In other words, virginal blood does not only... Um, is not only the result of first-time sexual relations, it may be the result of second time, third time, fourth time, and according to Beit Hillel, maybe even longer. But let's say at least for four days, a woman may bleed after her first time having sexual relations. <clears throat> the Mishnah goes on, Higiyazmanari wrote, if her time to uh, have her period, she hits a bagrut, uh, physical maturity has already come, then he say, and then she's married. Beishamai says we can only give her the first night. That first night we can assume that any blood is virginal. It doesn't prohibit it to her, to him. But after that we have to assume any blood is menstrual and she would have to um, act as if she was a menstruant in Nida. Beishamai says we give them until Saturday night. So that means Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. All four nights we can assume that um, any blood that comes is virginal blood and not menstrual blood. And Rav Chista finishes up his kushia. My love, di'ilo ba'al matzibayel afirush b'shabbat. Is it not a case where what the Mishnah says that if he hadn't had sex with her before Friday night, he can even have sex with her on Friday night for the first time? Now I want to point out something that this is not the simple reading of the Mishnah. A simple reading of the Mishnah is that Beit Hillel says, look, he had sex with her Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. All four of those nights, we can assume that any bleeding is virginal because we know it takes four days or four nights for the blood of uh, virginal blood for the, um, for the wound caused by first time sex to heal. 
Uh, it doesn't mean that they had sex for the first time on Friday night. It probably means that they had sex for the first time on Wednesday night. So how can you prove from here, many of the Rishonim asked, how can you prove from here that Rav Chista allows him to have sex with her, her first time, on Friday night, when the Mishnah isn't talking about anything like that? The Mishnah is talking about a woman who was married on Wednesday, quite clearly, because it says four nights. So I think the solution to here is the same solution for the Tilsafta, and I'll talk about that in a second, that I, I sort of mentioned in the beginning. The solution is that there is no difference to Rav Chista between sex with a virgin on the first night and sex with a virgin on any of the first four nights. All of the first four nights, according to Beit Hillel and possibly according to Beit Shammai as well, cause a wound, what's called in Hebrew a chabura, and therefore um, the fact that the Mishnah allows that wound to be caused on Friday night means that even first-time sex could occur on Friday night. In other words, there's no difference between the first night, second night, third night, or fourth night. If you're going to allow the third night, then you're going to allow the first night. That is how he uses that Mishnah that only allows the third night as a, um, as a proof for even the first night is allowed. Now, again, let's go back to the Tosefta, this Brita that I referred to in the beginning of this discussion. The Brita had said, first of all, virgins are married on Wednesday. And then it went on to say, Why do we separate the groom from the, uh, the bride on Friday night for the, during the first week? Because he causes a wound. The problem is, if she's getting married on Wednesday, why is he having sex with her for the first time on Friday? I realize that that could happen, but it doesn't seem to be the norm. So it seems a little bit surprising. But now we can see that Tosefta is actually stricter. Tosefta might say, look, wounds happen the first four nights of marriage. Not just the first night, not just the second night, but even the third and the fourth night. Therefore, even if he had sex with her for the first time on Wednesday night, he is not going to be allowed to have sex with her for the first time on Friday night because Third night of sex is the same thing as the first night. And if you're going to prohibit, you're going to prohibit Friday night, even if it's not the first time, even if it's the third time. Now, this is not the way the sugya reads the source. This is sort of a critical understanding of the source. Um, but I think it's interesting. It helps explain Rav Chista. It helps explain uh, the Tosefta as well, where it was a little puzzling why we're talking about forbidding sex on Friday night for the first time when they had um, gotten married on Wednesday night. As far as the sugya itself, the sugya seems to be quite adamant that despite that tosefta, it is permitted. Right? Most of the opinions in the sugya say it is permitted to have sex with a virgin on Friday night. So um, I think that's interesting. You saw in the very beginning of the sugya on Vava Aleph that there's a, a, a different reports as to who allowed and who prohibited among the Amoraim. But the line that I find most interesting that I'll conclude with is that um, there, uh, Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak said, Elu makirin la'atzman ve'elu makirin la'atzman. Everybody was lenient on themselves. Those from Shmuel's Beit Midrash said Shmuel allowed it. Those from Rav's Beit Midrash said Rav allowed it. They all wanted to allow sex with a virgin for the first time on Friday night. This might be reflective of the fact that already by this time there was a custom to get married on Friday, which I'll talk about later on. And if you're going to get married on Friday, then it really makes sense to allow sexual relations for the first time on 
Friday night. Otherwise, uh, people aren't going to want to get married on Friday or they're just going to ignore the halacha. So that was a little bit of uh, mechkar, a little bit of Talmudic research on this uh, very difficult sugya that, as I said, I've been working on for the past several months. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.